0: Greetings. My name is James Major Burns, which I'm sure you all know by now. And this is The Third Degree with me, your host, James Major Burns. So again, you guys know what it is. I'm here in Springboro, Ohio at La Comedia Dinner Theater doing Shrek the musical. I'm Donkey. And I'm gonna be Donkey for only 14 more shows Two more weekends, guys. Um, A great era is coming to an end. And if you missed out, oh, you missed out. So I also want you to know I'm doing Dream Girls at the Youngstown Playhouse. And that will be September 6th. That's when it opens. Check out my social media for that. And also follow me on social media everywhere, James Major Burns. I am James Major on Twitter, excuse me guys. I'm burping, I just had pizza. So I'm gonna tell you this also. I have a guest, I will introduce him in just a second. But I drink a lot of water, a lot of tea during the shows and sometimes coffee. And it makes me belch. I burp, ask the cast, most Mm -hmm. likely to belch loudly before or on stage. James Major Burns. So when I get on stage, I try to do like those like silent burps, but like Shrek can hear it or like he can just like hear it coming out of my mouth or like smell it. I do it all the time. And there's times in songs or right before I say my lines where I'm like, hey, Shrek. And I'm like, why am I burping so much? But even when I just drink water and I have to go out there and run around the way I do, I am belching and burping. And I do it. Every single show, it just comes out, and that was happening just now. So, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we have our first guest behind the scenes from Shrek the musical Mr. Michael Andrew Anthony Fendi. <laughs> Hey, how y'all doing? This is our first four-name person because I always have people say like their whole name mm-hmm. because I say James Major Burns and I'm like and, but this time we have two middle names. Yeah. So yeah. is there any reason for that? My oldest brother actually has two middle names. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, it, primarily just because of uh, I I was raised Catholic. Okay. Um. So when I went through confirmation when I was 18. They allow you to pick a saint's name to add to your name. And so I actually picked Anthony. So I picked St. Anthony to be added to my middle name.
0: Oh my gosh! I am gagged right now. <laughs> I never knew that. So that's a part of
1: the it's part of culture it's part of Catholicism. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh! I am. I was today years old <laughs> when <laughs> I realized that people did that. So yeah. what? Uh, what's that tradition like? What is that? You um, you pick
1: it, a saint's name. Well, like you pick a saint's name that you feel best pertains to you, and um, and how they became a saint, and, and what what made them be, um, lack of a better term, ordained as a saint. Okay. Um, so, like, St. Anthony is, if I'm guessing right, of course, my job was 18 when I did this, so Lord knows I don't remember. <laughs> right. I, I haven't set foot in a Catholic church since then, um, Ooh, but my, that's for a whole other story. <laughs> right. Um, but I believe I believe St. Anthony is, like, the patron saint of travel, to so like, to help keep you safe while you're traveling. Okay, okay. And Lord knows... I've heard... Yeah, like, I always, like I'm, I always go to Cleveland because that's where I'm from. My parents still live there. Shout out to Cleveland. Um, and then I also go down to Florida because my parents recently bought a small house down in Fort Myers um, for them to winter in. So when we have a break at the theater, I go down to Florida in the wintertime and go spend a week down there. One, for me just to relax and regroup, but I also get to see my parents. Well,
0: that's great they,
1: it's lovely of them to have a have you home know, away from home I, I wish I could afford that myself they deserve that they, they do I mean, they, they earned that they worked work hard. for that so that's, you know, worked hard. my that's dad's good. owned his own company for well over 30 years um, I mean he's, he's he's done well but he's getting ready to retire and both my parents like, well, we've worked hard for our money. We're going to spend it the way we want to do it.
0: Especially, yes, especially now. You know, your kid's grown. You did your job. Mm-hmm. You served whatever you had to serve, and it's your time. But I'm mm-hmm. so happy that you um, brought up that little fun fact about Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know that, and I'm glad that I learned that today. And is it is it a choice? Is it something you have to do, or you get a choice um, to do it or not?
1: You don't have to. Um... I a lot of people choose to just because it's it, it's a fun thing to do. It's like, is it just I get for the male name? No, it's men. It's men and women. Oh, yeah, for both. When when you go through confirmation, um, you can choose you can choose your own. Did your parents do the same? Um, they did, but they did not add it to their name fully. It's it's not it's not on like a birth certificate or anything. Yours is. Um, no, mine, my well, no, mine is not. Um, but my parents chose not to add it. To their formal name, they right. still have it, um, but they didn't add it to their formal. Whereas I did.
0: Okay, that's what I meant when I asked, mm-hmm. because of course it wasn't on your birth certificate, but because you, you don't get to do it until you're eighteen. Right, right. And then, so what? Who do the girls choose to? So, are the, can women be saints? Because I'm not—I um, didn't know. I don't know. They can. Or what's the title of the women they
1: choose from? Um, just and anyone from the bible or like like let's say like let's say mother teresa even though she's she's going through her name and her deeds are going through the process of going to sainthood she's right. not there yet but <laughs> um excuse me I had a little thumb in my throat um a lot of a lot of girls now will choose teresa because of what she's done she's more modern-day saint, if you want to think about it. Right. Um, But, of course, you have your traditional Mary. A lot of girls choose Mary because that was the mother of God. Um, You know, uh, yeah, like Mary Magdalene, some of them, they'll they'll choose uh, Maggie for their middle name, just short for Magdalene.
0: Oh, that is so interesting. I have a funny little story that I heard about um, Mother Teresa Mm -hmm. some years ago, and I can't remember if I was, like, watching, like, National Geographic or like Spike or like FX or something mm-hmm. but um and I don't know how true this is because i didn't know Teresa, <laughs> <laughs> so I was um having a conversation with some friends about it because we were either watching it or l- talking about it from someone, and apparently or allegedly, when mother Teresa was older, and she was like in her last days, mm-hmm. she said that she's done all of this work, she went around and done all of this work for people, and it's because she heard Jesus in her head telling her this is what she needed to do, this is what she needed to do, but over all of the years, nothing was changing, and mm-hmm. she felt like the voice was going away, and she really didn't understand why nothing was changing, and Jesus was having her do this work to, like, not get anywhere with it, and I thought that was very interesting to hear because of her Sainthood, or right. because of the person she's always been taught for to us to be, and the person she is of faith. So I thought that was very interesting. But it just like logically looking at it from a different standpoint, mm-hmm. off of faith, it's hard to accept from that because we're built up of so many things. So it's the spiritual part of you, and then there's like the physical part of you. The spiritual part of you may understand it in a different way that the physical part of you doesn't understand because it's like insanity to keep doing all of this stuff. You're helping all these people and more people are just being born into it and you can't save them. Mm-hmm. You, you can't help them. And RuPaul also said that it's, um, the world will make you bitter. It's easy to wake up and be bitter mm-hmm. because of the world itself. Before like, you even walk outside these doors, you're like, oh. then you get outside and have to deal with other people. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm about to drive my car into the
1: wall. Right, right. And that and that's the that's the hard part. Um, I, I can I can see her side of it of just, you know, working working her ass off, doing you know, living in Calcutta in squalor and helping to take care of the families and whatnot, because that's what Jesus called you to do. And I understand her looking at it and saying, No matter what I'm doing, like for everyone I help two more show up. But if you look, if you look back through the Bible, it's always been that way. It's never been, you know, oh, you know, well, we've we've taken this, we've taken this issue, and completed it and fixed it, and it never comes back. Again. <laughs> that never happens. You're right, man. I've never it's always going to come back. So it's like it, it's one of those. It, you almost look at it in an overwhelming aspect, and that's what I think she was starting to do. As she got older, because yeah, I think she was like, I think she was in her late eighties when, pa- when she passed. What <clears throat> she was gonna say when she passed? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it sometimes it does pop out. Um, I I have a lot of family in New England, so I'm used to saying that the bright long A's. Um So every now and then you you'll hear a little bit of a New England accent pop into it. Um, but yeah, I, I think as she, when she got older, it kind of reality set in as such and saying I'm doing all this and I see no no change but that's not the point of doing sainthood that's doing it because flat out God told you to do it you believe that God told you to do this right that was your calling so that's Mm -hmm. what you went in to do oh
0: yeah I also think that goes into people feeling like they can help change the world Who aren't saints, right? Oh, absolutely. Make and has like a point in your life where you're like, I can't help do none of this stuff, so I'm just gonna live my life. Mm -hmm. And for me, I I felt that way sometimes. I'm like, I wanna help change the world. I wanna help make the world a better place, but that's like nothing I can do. But to me now, like, this is helping change the world. I'm like, this is the way I can help change the world around me. And hopefully, the people listening across the world hey guys, this is us from America and Springboro, Ohio. How are you? Howdy. But that's, I think of it in a different way now because it's what I can be in control of versus what I can't be in control of. Right. I can't feed millions of people. I can't feed Listen, I can barely feed myself sometimes.
1: (laughs) Amen to that. So
0: I can't. That's not what I'm called to do, or that's not what I can do. But I can share my stories. I can talk to other people and get us to share our our stories and see what we can just do as people to just have a better vibe, um, just spread more love. And I think just sharing our stories helps us relate more.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And other
0: people will hear it and be able to relate and hopefully you know, and knock some negativity out of their life. That's one of my goals, so.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I've i always lived my life in in the mindset of, you know, the whole do unto others as you would have done to you, and that's how I try to live my life all the time. I'm always, I, I try to always be nice to people, uh, you know, try to offer my help when I can, because I would feel, I, I would feel like they would, they would do the same for me. Um, and it's never, it's never bitten me in the ass too hard. Sometimes, you know, people take advantage. Like um, you said about Teresa, it's not, you don't
0: do, you don't always just do certain things just to no, get a return. It's it. not like, well, I'm just only supporting you because you only support me. Yeah, if you don't support me, I'm not going to support you. That's no,
1: no, not it, why I do it. Yeah, no, no not you, why you, you do it for kind. the fact of, I, I'm doing it, I'm doing it because I'm a kind person. And I would like to assume that you would be kind back to me at the same point. If you're not, then I know. And, you know, good riddance to you. Go jump off a cliff. But, right. you know, I'm, I, I'll am i be nice to you as long as you're nice to me. And and things will be fine. So.
0: Right. Now I can
1: get mean if you want me oh, to get mean. Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> but, hmm. so... I'm so happy we came in. This, I always have plans to talk about certain things because right. you do sound, so I'm like, I'm going to ask him all these sound <laughs> questions. But I, that's not what I like about conversations. That's what I like about life is like you, you don't know what's coming. And mm. it's scary, but it's also exciting too. And I'm glad we were able to talk about that because I learned some stuff today yeah. and learned more about you. So I'm glad we were able to talk about
1: that. Yeah. I, I try to be an open book when it comes to things that Same. I feel... You know, if we want to talk about it, we'll talk about it. If not, then I'll just be like, hey, ain't got nothing to say about it. Right. <laughs> you know, not, we'll just nothing move on for from us. It. Yeah.
0: So, speaking of Shrek the Musical, mm-hmm. Tony is what we call him, is our sound guy. And so, how long have you been doing sound at La Comedia?
1: Um, I started at literally the last week of September last year. Um, I to kind of put it into a, into, into a perspective type thing. I applied at Lock and Media for their, what, what they call their audio engineer position. Mm-hmm. Um, I applied there like three months beforehand and hadn't heard anything. I assumed they hired somebody else, no big deal. Because <laughs> I was working another job at the time and I was going to go full time with them. And I get a call from uh, the production manager saying, you know, are you still interested? So I said, sure, why not? Came in for an interview. Um, And I literally had the interview on Monday, did Tech Tuesday and Wednesday, and opened the show on Thursday. Cold, literally, cold start. Ooh. (laughs) Cold start. Have you ever done something like that before? Nothing that quick. Mm. Um, I'm used to doing primarily community theaters um, schools that's who I've been working with for the last like 15 years okay so I'm used to having you know a week to two weeks of tech week you right. know being able to get it down pat put right. it on for a weekend and you're done um and is that the run for you for all the shows like do you uh, for the most part forward? like yeah like we'll we'll close a show on Sunday we'll start tech on Monday I usually don't come in until, if they need me on that Monday, that's fine. Then I'll have three days of tech, and then we'll open. Usually it's Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we open on Thursday. (laughs) So, which is why a lot of times, um, because at the theater we have what's called media night, where right. we have all the, all the reviewers um, and TV which stations and whatnot come out. Which
0: show. was a surprise for me. I had no idea. Becky, our musical director, mm-hmm. she was lovely, like, yeah, something, something, I'm, I'm going to be there, and good luck for media night. I said, huh? Mm-hmm. Coming in? And she's like, yeah, media night. It's Friday. I was like, I mean, I can guess media night is but i was like like what is media night entail of here like what do you mean or is it going to be like cameras and all that like Mm -hmm. like that people are going to be taking pictures like what's going on she was like well they just have several um different people come in you know the people who write the reviews and i was like i didn't know if there was going to be like news people there or anything because i was like i'm you know not from here i've never been here before i don't know how they do their stuff so i was like oh okay but it's just the reviewers that come in.
1: Yeah, well, because 'cause they'll um, Lock and Media will put together a, a a gift bag with all the all the all the information for the show, um, the upcoming season and whatnot, depending on when they do the media night, um, or at least f- the information for the upcoming show. Um, some pictures, I think, um, to be able to go into the newspapers and whatnot. <laughs> um, and they just they sit and they watch the show and then they review it. Um, no major cameras, um, anything like that, because because of the royalties. Right, and we are not supposed to you did know. like promo as far mm-hmm. as the
0: news. Right, with Shrek, and you know I went for Aquai, Fiona, which was fun.
1: Uh, I felt so bad for you guys <sighs> having to get up, Lord, and be at the theater at seven thirty in the morning, ready to go. <laughs> I think the earliest I got there one morning was
0: 5.45. Oof. And I walked in. I drugged, and I think it was probably one of the nights after we went to the barrel. Mm-hmm. But I drugged myself out of bed, and I got up, and we had to be ready to go by, like, 6.45. So I got up, like, at 5. Yep. I was like, oh, man, I got to go do this makeup this early. And then be in my smelly costume, because I sweat like a donkey, mm-hmm. not a pig, a donkey. And, man, it was... It was hard, but again, it was so much fun being able to go on the news as Donkey and be in character because I love him so much. Mm-hmm. So, let's go back and tell me about how you got into being the audio engineer, sound guy for people.
1: Um, you are you meaning just at Lock and Media or just in general? In general. Oh, um, well, I graduated high school um, from the East Side, Cleveland area and uh, went to Wright State University for college. And I was going in, I originally was going into stage management. Um, But I was going to change after my first year to audio and lighting engineering. I I really wanted to, because I liked that better than stage management. Um, Don't get me wrong, stage managers are extremely important. right? But they have so many things to deal with, I would probably lose my mind. (laughs) Yes. So it's like, I, I don't know. Including every one of the actors. Right. You know, because the stage manager not only has to deal with the actors, but has to deal with the tech side. And there's so many different aspects of both. I am not a very organized person to be able to deal with that easily. So I was, I was going to change. Um, long story short, I did not finish. I, I went through one year of college and stopped. Um, part of it was financial, part of it was also medical. Um, which again is a whole another story, but I I wanted to get involved in theater, so I was thinking of like either auditioning or volunteering at a community theater, just to you know to get myself back in and right. do it more. Um, so what the, did you, and you originally did theater growing up and oh I did I've I've been involved in theater since I was six.
0: Uh-huh. I have been
1: doing theater my entire life. Um, where my grandparents lived in Euclid, Ohio. It was the very big Slovenian-Italian neighborhood. <laughs> um, and there was a gentleman by the name of Johnny Pecon that was a big polka player mm. up in Cleveland. Lived five houses down from my grandparents. So every Sunday when we would do family dinner at my grandparents' house, Johnny Pecon and his wife would come over and join us because they were family friends and he would bring his accordion and we would play and I would sing. Oh I gosh. would sing, <laughs> I would sing polkas, you know, from the time I was five, six years old, um, and I and I was actually at a concert of his at this like four hundred seat, you know, convention hall, dinner theater type thing, and it was the whole Johnny Pecan band and him, and he had me sing two or three numbers with him. I'm six years old, standing on the stage in front of two, three hundred people, and I'm just singing away, like not even not even caring. Now I go on stage and I, I literally I'm screaming inside from stage fright um, because really? it, yeah, it's, re- it's weird. Um, what, like, once I get through opening night of a show, I'm fine. It's opening night. I don't show my emotion if I'm on stage. I do what I'm supposed to do, but inside I, I, I am literally having a coronary. Right. And that's my stage fright. It's, I, I'm, I'm always worried, like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss this step, and the people are going to hate me, and the blah, 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 blah. By I time like the I, steps of stage fright mm-hmm. for, like you said,
0: from the first night when you're nervous to the days where it's like, okay, out of my way, mm-hmm. I got this. And I remember, that just reminded me of when I used to, like my first few shows I did, I was petrified. And I was actually talking to the guy who was my first director ever and who I started on. Um, doing shows with, and I'm going to put this out there to the universe and to everybody listening. We did a show some years ago, and I was talking to him. I said, we need a part two, and I told him I even help him write it, and he said, okay, I got the text and the receipts to prove it, and he said, LOL, but I'm going to just go ahead and erase that LOL, because I'm serious about it, (laughs) so little does he know when I return home, I'm going to be paying him a visit and a whole idea for the second version of this show, so I hope he's ready. You know who you are. But um, great theater, lovely theater. I think it's actually a great starter theater for people who are very nervous because it's such a family um, feel. They're a Christian organization. And they, like his family runs the theater. Mm -hmm. It's um, Top Hat Productions, Brian Palumbo, and he also owns a a restaurant called Sela in Shruthers, Ohio. And the the feel that they have there, they re- it's really accepting of people. And it just makes you feel like family. And that's why they have those people who keep coming back. That's why they have their main core audience who keep coming back. Mm-hmm. But th- what I was getting to, <laughs> as I'm saying that, because I'm always advertising and stuff. For, I promote for oh, everybody. Heck yeah. Oh, go for it. And for it. Um, I used to stand out, like, before we would go on stage, I would have to, like... I played sports also, so every time for, like... um. A race we get in our blocks and stuff and you gotta like shake the nerves out and even for basketball you like kind of get go through yourself to get your nerves out because i used to have stage fright in sports also because mm-hmm. i felt like i had to perform well i felt like i needed to when people are here to see me i want to perform well of course i want to suck so i would jump up and down i would have to like slap myself i would have to get in a zone mm-hmm. to not be super nervous and i remember being like petrified to like go out on stage and then as soon as I would get on stage it was just like go away yep. and now not at all
1: yep oh yeah yeah and that and that's how it is you know after opening night I'm fine because it's like you know by the time by the time my mind stops running the show's done and I'm in my car going home I'm like oh well that was easy okay and then <laughs> it's do it like, again. yeah and then you know go back the following night do it again right and it just it doesn't it doesn't bug me. Um, Tech-wise, I don't really, I I, I get nervous, um, especially for opening night because you don't know what's going to happen. you have a lot of stuff that can just not
0: be in your control of what you can do, like mm-hmm. with some of the mics you've been like having oh, good, some yeah. issues
1: with, and it's like, <sighs> oh yeah, and it's like I'll, I'll try and fix because like, there's steps I need to go through to try and fix, <laughs> you know, try and fix them. Um, but it's like sometimes those fixes may work for one or two shows it, it's not a permanent thing permanent thing would be just to completely replace the microphone altogether. right but you know anyone in 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 theater tech especially knows those things aren't cheap oh no um you know so it's like we have to we have to know how to repair um and to be totally honest this this job at lock and media is the since i went to college this is the first time I've had to actually repair my own mics, really? I have not had to do it since i went since I went to college, so I was like and, and that and that's what I told them during my interview. I'm like, I can do it. I might be a little rusty at first, but I can do it um and now I've pretty much got it I, I've like like replacing the connectors mm. Mm-hmm. I can knock those out in a matter of twenty minutes. I mean, it's it's not bad. I can't do it in between acts. I'm not that quick. Right. But I, I can <laughs> do a it bit in of between. Time, but I can do it. Yeah, like like I can do it in between show runs, between the matinee and the evening show. I Everything can knock reminds it out of me problem. of
0: my lines from. Okay. Mm-hmm. i I've been doing it for the last two days. Like every time somebody says it, I I go ahead and throw my line back up there because I say that. And what I'm, I'm sorry. It's so funny.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna miss donkey. <laughs> But you can always keep them alive and still use the lines in day to day. (laughs) That's the fun part. I want
0: to start. I told Shrek, I wish. And I'm going to say it. So, you know how these princess groups have their princess groups, but they don't call you Elsa? You're the ice queen? Mm -hmm. I want to do that with Donkey and just call me the badass. Actually, I like that. And then we could call Shrek the smelly belly. (laughs) And because. Belly. One time someone asked me to do Aladdin. Uh, not Aladdin, Jafar. Oh, okay. And I was like, I couldn't do it for whatever the time was. And I was like, you know what? It's just really not anything for the guys like that who love Disney also, who, who mm-hmm. don't want to be a princess. It's like, we don't have like that person. There's no Disney Prince movie. Yeah. There's no, like nothing like that. As much as Aladdin is Aladdin. Mm-hmm. The emphasis goes on Princess Jasmine, right? Because she's the princess. I was like, well, where is the little, you know like those stories out there, those movies out there for us? And I'm like, and here I am still. I would love to be one of the little things to come and sing, but there's no one for me to be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and th- I want to be, I want to be Donkey. I want to go to parties and ask Donkey and just. I told Shrek, I was like, I wish we could do like Shrek and Donkey go get ice cream, and you know, of course I can't hold a cone,
1: right, right, because.
0: I don't have hands. I don't. Well, I don't have <laughs> you know hands and fingers, but I just. That would w- be fun to see holding in between the boobs. <laughs> Listen, so every day after I go off stage, um, to take my glasses off, when I'm like, I'm a grown donkey. Leave me. You know, don't be worried about me. Mm-hmm. Pinocchio is backstage waiting with ice to put in my back, um, or just like throwing my shirt, and also um, he gets my like. Was prop for me, and then he's now bringing me water. Mm. I was like, oh, This is so great, man! you Wouldn't you know? Yesterday he went to hand me my water, and I like tried to put it in between my hooves, and it just
1: <laughs> fell on the ground. I, I wonder what it was that I heard that hit the
0: ground. Oh, did? Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear even a think bit. anyone oh. could hear it, but oh well. Good, duh. But it fell right on the ground. I was like, pop. I was like, oh my gosh! But I was so thirsty. He was like, here, <laughs> here, here, here. It's okay. I'll clean it up. I was like, I can't even. I can never say thank you because I'm like. well not i can't even do a thumbs up you didn't see me just now try to put my thumb up but i can't (laughs) put my thumbs up because i have hooves and they're stuck inside of it but it was like the funniest thing but i also love moments like that like backstage like the behind the scenes and again Mm -hmm. even with audio and sound like you guys we don't even like point to you to give you an applause which i'm used to doing at shows absolutely because it's the backstage is so important like without you guys we couldn't do the shows the way we did it like your job the stage manager you know and even the director people come and see the show and they're like they're talking about the actors when they go home they don't yeah they don't think talk about, about like the director or like what, the sound well, how or good of those that team to be able to, to cast all of those people in that they thought would work well together mm-hmm. or you know how they were able to coach us to do such a good job or what it takes to have to like when you're coming down and when you're telling Laura to go check somebody's mic like they don't they don't hear that they're like, hey come here, I, I see that mm-hmm. and that's what I want to you know shed more light on or our one stage hand who's
1: running around doing everything you mm-hmm. know and she does and that 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 part comes to more I believe from a a managerial situation. I believe really, especially on big shows, um, Laura needs two to three people back there. At least um, one on the other side would do. Right. And with the Christmas show, there usually is. There's one for each side because the Christmas show runs so long. Like our norm, uh, the normal run is about eight weeks between five to eight weeks, depending on what it is. Um, the Christmas show is the oddball. Cause it's 10 shows a week for 10 weeks. I mean, it, it is grueling to do that. Wait, 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 there's... 10 shows a week. So Wednesday through Sunday? Wednesday
0: through Sunday for 10 weeks. Oh, I hope they are being com-
1: compensated very well for that. I, I know, based for, for that 10 week period, I can guarantee, hours-wise for me, is between 38 and 40, easily, every week, because we're running so many. Uh, excuse me, Ooh. here's the burping thing See, again. See, there we go. You know, of course, we're both drinking soda, so it doesn't help. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what the pay is for the actors when it comes to the Christmas show, or even just in general. You know, that's one of those things we just, it, it, that's a confidential thing. You right. don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but. I'm just
0: saying, for because we only do seven shows a week, and I'm like, yeah, oh, I know they're getting. Yeah. Imagine adding three more,
1: and then adding an extra two weeks.
0: Wow, and usually, like, so then there's two shows every day, every I would love day. to be a server at one of those shows, Oh, me, yeah, one of the actors, make, I, I know they're making the money, oh yeah, those servers are making bank at Christmas time, so do you know, as far as like The Little Mermaid, is the slot the same as this slot
1: next year? Um, Pretty close to it, uh, just because the way the, the, the days and the months fall, because you know with what? having a leap year not having a leap year it, it adjusts every year oh next year. year is the leap year i think huh? next year is the leap year Ah, uh, yes. um so you know but for the most part they pretty much stay within the same within the same scheduled slots um like i know for this upcoming year it, usually we have 2 weeks off in january after okay. the christmas show for all, for everyone to kind of recoup go on christmas break and enjoy christmas as such um, this upcoming year, because of the leap year and the way it falls, we're actually going to have two and a half weeks. I know, that's right. Sorry about the whining, that's my
0: dog. <laughs> right, and we're going to let that sound stay right in there, because, you know, it's just like having kids. Mm-hmm. These, you know, the fur babies, they want some love, but right now, you got to stay where you're at, Sam. Right.
1: Stay where you're at. Um, and, you know, and then we always get one week off in the summertime, Usually it's in June or around June. It's so like that week, um, our first, our first um, week of rehearsal. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first week you guys were there, we weren't. <laughs> um, but this year it actually comes a little earlier. Um, so it's, it, it, but it's good to know that you have that ahead of time, so you can plan your schedule accordingly. Um, but now I'm trying to think of what it was we were talking about originally. <laughs> I don't know it's kind of My brain
0: is going there, here and there. But I know we were talking about, um, and I should have been paying more attention. But I, <laughs> I like where the conversation is going. I like all the topics that we're getting to, yeah. like touch on, because I'm getting to yeah. know, know you oh, more but, with that.
1: Yeah, but audio. Um, how I first got into doing audio design was um, I, I was talking to the executive director of the Dayton Playhouse, um, which is one of one of the more well known community theaters around. Mm -hmm. Um, You have the Dayton Playhouse, Beaver Creek Community Theater, and uh, Dayton Theater Guild. Those are the three big main ones. (laughs) And um, I just happened to be out at one of the local bars on like a Wednesday night. I was just, I went out because I was bored. And the executive director happened to be there with, with the director of the show. And we got to talking, and she said that she needed a sound guy for the show coming up. I'm like, okay, well, what all does that entail? Like, do right. I have to put the whole system together? <laughs> Is it already there? Um, she's like, everything's already in place. You just need to do sound equalizing with the mics, and run the mics and and the and the sound effects, because they have a loud they have a live band for their they have a pit for theirs. So I'm like, okay, that doesn't seem too bad. Not fully realizing. How big hair actually is of a show um, Ooh, they had twenty two people they had twenty two people in the cast, so my first if you want to consider it professional, it was more volunteer, but it was at a full theater um was manually running two soundboards simultaneously because of how many mics plus a double CD track for two weeks, so like I'm manually like crossing hands to mute and unmute while hitting the track (laughs) that that was my that was my first my first big you know when was that when was that Mm -hmm. um uh 2006 Mm. I think was what it was 2006 2007 I believe um and that was that was my first jump in and after that I kept telling myself I'm like if I can run you know 22 mics at one time Anything else is a cakewalk, right? And for the most part, that's how that's how it's felt, and that's how it's been. Um, I got into lighting at the Dayton Theater Guild because um, the lighting person at the Playhouse also did the Theater Guild. Okay. And there was a show that she couldn't do. She's like, "I can put it together, but I need someone to run it. Would you be opposed?" I'm like, "No, I don't mind doing it." <laughs> um, so then, after doing that. I got volunteered, hired at the Theater Guild, and I'm jumping between the two. Like I do a show in January at the Playhouse, a show in at the Guild in February, Playhouse March, and just jump back and forth. So I got pretty good at kind of self-taught so of doing all that.
0: Because I haven't seen the lighting or the soundboard at um, Lucky Media. Mm-hmm they mostly the same like the places we've gone because I, I'm always thinking about, like when do you turn my mic back up? So like when we go off a of stage after Fiona does, I need to find a place to say, right now, I always go off stage and I attempt to wipe my face so I, the sweat doesn't kill my eyes and I like get something to drink. And then I like run because mm-hmm. we like, let a little time go back because I'm like, we're dying because from travel song, Travel song to the end of the show happens, like, you yeah, know, it's a blink of an instant. eye. Yeah. And I'm like, here we are, walking around, running around, and travel song. Here we go, right up the bridge. Now I'm on the on the bridge from the dragon. Now we're in Fiona's song, and we're running the entire number. And now we have to come back out and sit down under all of the lights and sing a ballad. Yep. And I'm just, sw- yep. like... Besides being tired, I'm sweating badly. I'm not, I'm yeah. not even that tired. I'm just sweating so badly. So I'm like trying to wipe it off and get something to drink. Like, when do you turn that mic on? Like, because I, I'm talking as I'm going back there. Like, when do you turn the mic
1: on? Like, mm. b- before I um, come out? Like, how can you, like, how have you timed it? Well, I mean, it's it, every theater is different when it comes to equipment um there's not just one set brand that everybody uses right um i've used everything as simple as like a um ironically it's a brand it's a brand called mahaffey Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and like the at at the theater guild they the one that they use is a mahaffey they've used it since 1986. they have not upgraded it at all um 1986. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a Ooh. very old board, but it still works. And it's one of those. It's one of those things. If if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, and it's been working great for them, which is fine. You know, they've upgraded everything else around it. The soundboard is just what gets the sound from their new computer out to the speakers. So they see no need in having to do it. Mm. Um, whereas at Lock Media. The board is a uh, Behringer brand uh, Model X32, which is one of the newest ones within the last three years. It is a programmable, so all I have to do is hit one button, and it automatically runs through the cues, like like it would be with a light board, how you program the different light cues. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's the same thing with sound. You program them as cues, and you just have to hit one button, and it automatically adjusts everything you need. So that's kind of that's the easiest way to do it. It does make your job easier. It makes it ten times easier because when I did hair, I was doing it all manually. I was using an old-fashioned Yamaha uh, mixers, and I was manually having to turn on and off every single microphone that I used.
0: But you had to put in all of the cues for like every time the person's entering and exiting. In hair,
1: in hair, there was no cues. What about Shrek? Shrek, there is. So, so I, I manually put it in, and then I hit record, and it saves it in in sequential order of how I of how I save them.
0: So you only had three days to do that, though, right? Or Pretty was much. it just
1: or Sunday? Start of tech, maybe. Yeah. Um, I did. They didn't have like a no, cause, no, because no, I didn't have to be there on Monday. Um, so it, uh, literally, I had two days. I had two days to program the board. Hmm. Um, I mean, it helps because they do give me a lot of information ahead of time so I can plan. That's what I was going to ask. Do you have Um, the... Well, and a lot of that happens the night of close because I have to stay around after the show to clear out the board and get it ready for the next one. And I have to do that manually. There's not just one button that just wipes it all out. So I'm manually deleting every cue out of this board. And, um, had you seen Shrek the Musical before? Mm-mm. Have you? I, I've, done, I've done Shrek Junior okay. at uh at uh one of the junior highs. I was around, so, some of the stuff in so that. yeah, I, I was familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some like there's the only show in the upcoming season that I know is Footloose because I did it, I, I, I did sound for it
0: before. I tell you, too, I'm
1: I always get nervous with.
0: Super dance shows because I feel like they're gonna pick like really 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 good dancers because you know they make it look good. But I'm a good dancer also. I just get nervous sometimes because I haven't the technique that the trained dancers have. So, but I'm now that's behind me because at first I was like I don't think I'm gonna audition
1: for Footloose, but I'm I may. I to be honest, I would like to see you audition for Footloose. I think you would. I think you would do. No, when is it? Um. If they,
0: they, I know they haven't released audition dates. I no. haven't seen audition dates yet. Yeah, no, they haven't released audition dates. The only dates. thing is, you know, I'm getting married in May, so that's been my only thing as far as, like, shows and stuff go.
1: Right. I'm pulling up the schedule for next season. Okay.
0: And they said, that, well, this is, like, the 25th year that the Atkins have owned the theater, so this is their anniversary.
1: Correct. Yeah, yeah this is their anniversary. Um... Next year will be the 45th anniversary of, of the, the theater. theater as a whole. Okay. And you, it was called Miami? Uh, in Miami, it was called the Miami Valley Dinner Theater originally. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Footloose is yeah, April 9th through May 24th of next year.
0: Oh, I'm getting married so, on yeah, May 16th. That Never mind. Well, i tell them I'll be like, look, I can do the show up until this point that you need to get somebody else.
1: I could take a week off. I don't know I if they give you a week. I could see right. them. I could see them giving you like a weekend, right, to get married and whatnot. No, um, I'm going But on otherwise, that. like, yeah, they're, they're like, no, right after you right. get married, you got to come back, and when the show's done, then go on your honeymoon. <laughs> exactly, and I'm going to be like, well, are you are you paying for that?
0: Right, <laughs> and they're going to be like, well, Lord see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Right. So, th-
1: is that the show like you're most excited for next season? Um. To be honest, I am most excited for Nonsense. That is the opening show of this of next Ooh. year. I I I mean, granted, you know, I, like I said, I've always I've always been in, involved in theater since, from a very young age. Um, and Nonsense, I happened to come across it on PBS when they 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 did a, they a do taped show a version of, of that. On- yeah. on
0: PBS you'd be
1: I've seen a lot of things
0: surprisingly
1: on PBS oh, I've seen a lot of operas on PBS um and which was kind of nice because I was involved with the Dayton Opera for four years so I I have a better appreciation of it now than what I did when I first saw it but I saw Nonsense on PBS and absolutely thought it was hilarious and no other theater around has I, th- I don't think they've done it in the last 10 years around here Wow, it's been done
0: uh, <coughs> at least two times in my town, at least, but I know mm-hmm. it's
1: more. I can't think of how many times, but I've seen it over the last few years come yeah. around. But not, but yeah, Nonsense, I would love. I'm, I'm really excited to do that. Um, King and I have done that one. Footloose, I've done that one. Wait Until Dark, I haven't done, but I know the movie. Okay. Um, it's a movie with Audrey Hepburn. Um, uh, okay, I heard them talk, mm-hmm. uh, talking about that one. Um, Jekyll and Hyde When is Jekyll and Hyde that is September 17th through November 1st so it it ends literally right after Halloween like Mm. that's gonna be their Halloween show that's cool I'm I'm don't know how that's gonna be I don't know how well that's going to do because I know it's a somewhat dark musical right and it all depends on the audience on how they take it so I'm kind of I'm interested to see how that's gonna sell and how well that's going to do (laughs) <laughs> um, and then Christmas of next year is a Christmas story musical. Yeah,
0: people um, do that
1: one all the time. Yeah. I mean it, it, plus, you're kind of stuck. Christmas time, there's only so many shows that right, are right. decent that you can do. Um, so we'll see how that one goes.
0: I want to write my own Christmas sh- story. And my goal this year, uh, I want to write. I have two Christmas songs that I've, I wanted to write. Well, I have most of it done. And I wanted to release it last year, and I just didn't. I ended up getting really, really busy Mm -hmm. because I wanted to do a Christmas like cover album, and then put like two of the original songs on there that I did. But I still have to figure out how I'm going to make the music and everything for my songs. Mm -hmm. But I want to get at least one of them done this year. But I plan on getting both of those done, and putting out a few Christmas songs to cover this upcoming season. Nice, because again, it's Christmas is a little easier to do. And I always wonder, when, how do people sing, I, I, I'm pretty sure they have to get the rights to, but you know, people sing the same Christmas songs and put it out on their own
1: CDs. Um, they do, sometimes, I mean the, the, the most common thing is to, you pay for the rights to perform the song. Right. You pay the royalties, or whatever contractual obligation you have, um, to be able to do the song but you have some songs that are now on public domain that you don't right. have to worry about paying the rights for Right. So um, it all depends on gonna, how old the song is exactly so I'm
0: going to be hitting up that public domain y'all go ahead and check out you the know, public domain and see what y'all want me to
1: sing you know I mean <laughs> you don't have to pay the rights to Silent Night Right, that's for sure, and pretty much everyone right. does that. That's
0: what I'm saying. There's a bunch of those ones, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that people do all the time, and they make it their own. And I love oh, those yeah. songs, and but people always want to hear those songs. Yeah, I love be- hearing those songs be interpreted. One of my favorite silent nights is Boys to Men, mm-hmm. and then I don't know, you know Tamar Braxton. Yeah, uh, she her Christmas album. Oof. And oh then, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, what's his name? Leslie Odom Jr. Mm-hmm. Lord, his Christmas <laughs> album. That man blew my mind in Hamilton. And the Christmas album mm-hmm. was... I loved it. And he just has such a beautiful voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Shrek is almost o- over. We have two weekends left. Mm-hmm. How has it been for you this run?
1: Um, comparatively to some of the other shows, has been fairly easy. Um, not as many technical issues as I thought I would have um, because with um, the costumes Not so much of dancing, but just costumes and sweat. Those are oh when we sweat. Yeah, and, and sweat is is my biggest issue Oh, you see what I do that's to my costume. My, oh, yeah. I mean I, I th- had to take been, it outside yesterday mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's been there's been times where Like especially with this show there's been uh, One of the actors Mike's I've had to change the connector three times because of how much they sweat, and it seeps down through the repairs, and it starts corroding the plug again. So I have to replace it. Mm. Um, so that's why, like, we, we have a lot of, we, we use what's called heat shrink, um, and it's like little uh, rubberized tubing that it comes in different sizes that you can slip over the repairs that you do, and then you take a heat gun or a hair dryer, and you warm it up, and as it gets warm, it shrinks. So it kind of seals itself around. Um, I, they use it a lot in cars um, for like the like uh, wiring, like a wire harness for your radio. Um, you plug it in and then you you put some heat to it and it heat shrinks it into the plug. Um, so it's very similar. And some of these mics, I have to do two and three layers of this heat shrink oh, to layers. get the sweat out of it. <laughs> Yes, they're they're like a parfait. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's yes. like a parfait. <laughs> there
0: was a man sitting center stage, mm-hmm. short, big guy. I can't remember what part of the show, but me and Fiona and Shrek were walking across the stage. We stopped to do lines, and he just stood up. And you know, they're basically on the stage. Yeah, they're. And they don't wait for the dark, for the blackout, for the scene change oh, no, to stand know. right up, and just started walking. I was like. I just and I stared at him. Mm-hmm. One night I was all late to saying a line because the right before I said that line, I heard of um, a, a phone go off, like, and it's loud, you know? Yep. I was like, a, a, a Princess, uh, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, but I was like, did you guys hear that phone? And then in another scene on the same night, I swear somebody was on the phone when I was
1: going off stage. I was like, is somebody on the mm-hmm. phone? Oh, it's they're lucky I'm on the stage. And, and that and that's the one thing that gets me, is, especially recently, is theater etiquette. Uh, I Cell phones tick me off to no end in a theater. Like, you're paying good money to see a show, even when they tell you before the show, turn off your phones, put them on silent, do something. And then, middle of a scene, you hear, you hear someone's ringtone. It's like... Did you not just hear this?
0: Like you won't even put it on silent? Like you won't even turn it down at least? No! Like vibrate?
1: It's like it, it, it's like last night uh, with Corey During one of his scenes, <laughs> someone's phone went off as he was getting ready to go off stage and he said something about it in, in character oh, it as he was off stage. A,
0: he said one of the ladies that he ended up calling her name, he was like, she just had a phone out, pulled it out and here's like this big flash and he was like, no phones. Yep. Yep. And then he was like, I had to think about how to like make it back in the show and kind of make it like funny, but I did Carolina Change And I love that show and it has beautiful music Mm -hmm. and I was in the radio part, um, Mm -hmm. so singing and I'm like at the edge of the stage and there's just this bright light Mm -hmm. And it was so bright. I was like, I I was like, what is that? These two old ladies Front row, right in front of where I am, bright, bright lights. So they were recording me because the light was just on. Right, right. And I was like, I know you come here and you just are gonna be, re- first of all, this is throwing me off, lady. You just got these bright lights in my face. Or if you're gonna take a picture, you're gonna use the flash. Right. You right. don't think the flash yeah. is doing anything to me right now. Oh, I was so mad. I wanted to say something. And even in this show, I'll be, I've just done it a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Like one night we had a girl that was screaming. little girl was screaming. And I was like, what is that noise?
1: I can barely hear myself. Thank. Yep. And I I, I remember you saying that. And uh, she, it it was one of the days where we had a lot of the um, physically and mentally disabled folk. Right. And And, I was told that. She was a little girl that was just not having it. I was told that. And I was like,
0: okay, I still said what I said. Yeah. That makes no difference, she a child first. Right, and right. To me her disability had nothing to do with, you know, her might no. be yelling. And not only I her, just the people her. that
1: were with her, yeah. you would think that they would have an idea. If she's, if she's having an issue, <laughs> Sam.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the dogs. Yes. He said, I refuse to sit here while you're doing an interview and no one asks I'm me a, a question. i not paying attention to me. Well Sam, how are you feeling? Okay, thank you. Bo, anything? Apparently no. not. That's so funny I asked him a question. <laughs> in here. So if marks. any of you out there speak dog, could you please translate that to us? You've had enough? Well, Sam, this wasn't your interview. You can't just barge in on other people's interview. It's kind of rude. He's like, I don't care.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll still talk
0: anymore. He's like, this is my world, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Maybe forget what I was saying, Sam. But, um, no,
1: because I I remember seeing, um, I love that dog to death, but oh my god. Um, there was, it was something on Facebook, uh, Audra McDonald's most recent show that she was doing. Yeah. And was, was doing a nude scene. Yes. And someone took a picture of her nude during the show. Can't believe, I, when I saw I that, that, I was like, wow. I, I had to stop. I literally had to stop and just think, what the <laughs> F? Like, are, are you really that st- Are you really that stupid? All right.
0: Sam. Apparently Sam has other plans for us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but we have been here almost an hour. And it doesn't even feel like it. No, no, People no. never always say, oh my gosh, I can't believe we've been talking for an hour. I was like, that's like, you know, we're just,
1: Yeah, when you you get into a subject that you both can talk about and you can just free flow it. That's why we've been talking about 80 things. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to go back and be like,
0: wait, what did we talk about when I make my description? Mm -hmm. Because I usually have a lot of questions. And lately, I've been kind of having some questions and just want to go with the flow of the conversation to see what I can get into and discover. Samuel, I love you, dog. This is how not. You don't get booked this way, Sam. You don't get booked this way. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be cutting out. I'm so glad that we talked about having you.
1: He's getting restless. Right. (laughs) Sam's
0: going to get it, guys. There is no animal abuse here, though, just so you know. No. no. He's going to get a stern talking to and maybe a treat. But yeah, um, probably a bathroom break. Right. I'm glad that you came on, and I'm Thank glad you. that I've had you as a guest. I'm glad we hang out, hung out today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm very, I'm very glad that I was able to do this with you. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been James. Oh. For, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sam the dog, me, James Major Burns, and Michael, Andrew, Anthony, Fendi. Yes. You have mm-hmm. a nice day. Sam's gonna end close out. Guys, go ahead, Sam. Go away. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ah. Ah. You don't oh, like when I do oh. it do you.